get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kiley. We're live at the new E&B Granite Studios at the Centene Community Ice Center. Right now, let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Happy to be joined by Matt Lorkin. He's a senior NHL writer for the Hockey News and also over at Sports Illustrated. You can follow him on Twitter at THN Matt Lorkin. Matt, thanks so much for the time today, man. How you doing? I'm good. I don't know if I do justice to the term celebrity line, but I'll do my best, fellas. <laughs> All we can do is our best on a day-in, day-out basis, Matt. Uh, let's start with the piece that kind of got us interested in having you on the show. You, you kind of looked into some of the potential trade candidates out in the NHL, and one of those names, of course, that we've talked about here in St. Louis is Vince Dunn. And at the time, it seemed like Vince Dunn was a surefire, that dude's going to be traded by the deadline. Now I don't quite feel the same way. Where are you at on Vince Dunn now in terms of his trade status compared to when you wrote this piece? Well, I still don't know if long-term Dunn is going to be the perfect fit for the Blues because of the Tory Krug signing. If you look at the things that Dunn does from the left side and, you know, his role as a puck mover, as a power play quarterback, all the things he does best. If you look at the potential ceiling for a player like Dunn, it's kind of what Tory Krug already is. So I'm wondering if we're going to eventually see a trade, especially just because, you know, we've seen the pattern time and again of, of Dunn failing to earn Craig Brubay's trust. We saw earlier this season him being called out for his ability to defend one-on-one. I'm still a believer in Dunn. If you look at the analytical numbers, they're really strong, but they're also very sheltered. The sample size is small because he's played really sheltered minutes, often third pair at five-on-five and often against weaker competition. So we don't really fully know what Dunn's ceiling is. And I think there are plenty of teams out there that would want to know because we know he's talented, especially in the Stanley Cup year. He had 12 goals that year. He's got really good natural offensive abilities, but I just don't know if he can fully spread his wings in St. Louis. Matt, I'm curious from your perspective with Vince Dunn, what could a guy like this warrant in terms of a trade? And if you don't trade Vince Dunn, could it be beneficial for the Blues to keep a guy like this, one, to strengthen your depth when it comes to defense, and right now the Blues need depth when it comes to injuries, and possibly use him as a little security when it comes to this expansion draft? For sure. I think in terms of the trade value, you know, you could look at, is Vince Dunn worth, worth a first-round pick? Is it a second-round pick? I'm not sure. But the Blues, this is, this is a win-now team, right? So to me, if you're trading Vince Dunn, I see it more of a, hockey, a potential hockey trade, and I think the Blues, I still think that 
especially when you look at the, the career trajectory of Vladimir Tarasenko, you have to be worried about the shoulder long term. I, I think the Blues could use more good young forwards. It's really great to see what Jordan Kyrou is doing this year. I don't know if it's going to happen for Clint Costin, another one of their good prospects. So I could see Dunn being traded for a player of, of equal value, maybe someone who needs a change of scenery as well, but has a lot of potential. Uh, but it's a good point about the expansion, the, the expansion draft. You know, you have to think going forward. Who is going to be the candidate to be claimed? It depends on what the scheme, what scheme they use. Whether they're going to protect seven forwards, whether it's going to be, you know, eight skaters. But you have to think ahead as well. I think Dunn is someone who would be pretty appealing to get claimed if he's not protected. So based on that, do you have to consider moving him rather than losing for nothing? I am curious as well. We're talking to Matt Larkin here on 101 ESPN. What do you think? What do you think the market would be like for him? I know you, you said compensation. We're not really sure. But h- how many teams do you think would have interest in a player like Vince Dunn, given his status with the signing? He'd be a restricted free agent again next offseason. So potentially would try to work out a long-term deal there. What do you think the market would be in terms of the, the teams that would be interested for Vince Dunn? I think at least half a dozen teams. I think the, the ideal fit to me for Vince Dunn is a team that is – starting to ascend but is missing a few pieces but it's still a relatively young team so i read somewhere i forget who reported it um but the la kings came up as a potential suitor i think that's a fantastic fit that's a team that has a really good young group of prospects coming up but if you look at what they have in defense most of the king's top prospects are forwards whether it's arthur kaliev or quentin byfield alex turcotte defensively they have tobias bjornfop but overall that group is not as exciting you have drew doughty kind of nearing the end of his prime i think the kings kind of need a successor i know dunn doesn't play the right side but overall just someone who can really drive the play from the back end so i think that's the type of team a team that's almost ready to start contending but not there yet and you add a guy like dunn who still has a lot of upside left he can help get you to the next level Man, another uh, list I wanted to get into with you was over on the Hockey News or Sports Illustrated, uh, and it was talking about the top 10 position players right now in the NHL, and it went position by position. Let's start with goaltender because the guys had Jordan Bennington on that list, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, we are seeing Jordan Bennington's status from 2019 on that cup run, if not better, for the way that this guy has been playing for this Blues team. And isn't that exciting? I was thinking that the other day, too, just if you're a Blues fan, how excited do you have to be? Because this is such a crucial year for Bennington. It's a contract year. And, you know, I made some comparisons in the offseason to Jim Carrey. And what I was saying was, you know, I'm not talking actor Jim Carrey. I'm talking <laughs> net detective Jim Carrey in the 90s. And we remember that story. He kind of came out of nowhere, late bloomer, won the Vezina Trophy, and then he fell off a cliff. And with Jordan Bennington, what I said coming into the season was, okay, we had the great first season, but it happened in the mid to late 20s. And then last year in the playoffs in particular, he didn't look as good. And you have to wonder, okay, which is the real version of him? Is he is he going to be a star for years to come, or is he going to be a flash in the pan? I, I was pretty confident it was the former, but the sample size was still pretty small. So seeing him do this right now, what he's doing this year, playing at a really high level, it's super encouraging for the franchise, especially because, you know, obviously he's been thrown into some tough situations, but Billy Huso hasn't looked at, I think, super competent or, you know, poised to be the guy to take the torch. So I think you need Bennington right now. And to me, he's looking the part of true alpha dog, number one starter who can be your anchor for years to come. And I do think it's a priority to resign him, especially if he keeps playing like this and he's going to be the man for a long time in the Blues crease. Matt, the last question that I have for you, what is your view right now of this Blues team as a whole? If we kind of go big picture, the Blues compared to specifically this West division, what's your view of this team so far this season? 
Well, I'd say overall rock solid. If you ask me going into the season, especially, I'd say, hey, yeah, they're in their window. You know, just a year, a season removed from winning the cup. Even if you lose Pietrangelo, I still think it's a really deep team. It's a well-coached team. It's a defensively strong team. It's a physical team. I like the Blues in general. This year, it's, it's kind of tough to evaluate because of all the injuries. And it's remarkable to be sitting in first place, in, at least in terms of points, with all the injuries that the Blues have to overcome. So I think overall you have to take that as a positive because you're going to get reinforcements eventually. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when Tarasenko comes back because, again, I don't know what this you know third shoulder surgery is going to mean for him long term. But overall, I think you have to be optimistic that if this team is doing as well as it is with all these injuries, then when you get to full strength, you should be a legitimate contender. And I do see that. I see the Blues that way. I think they're a top 10 team in the NHL, absolutely. All right. Matt, I, I do got a bone to pick with you on this list because we mentioned Jordan Bennington is on it. We mentioned um, Justin Falk is on this one. David Perron is on this one. But I don't see Jordan Cairo's name on this one. Why is that? Now, is this the, the top ten by position? This list, yes. I didn't write this list. So I, I, I can't officially you know claim to be behind every pick on this list because we you know each of us in Hockey News, we each, we're allowed to make our own rankings and stuff like that. But if you're looking at players by position, I think, you know, the assumption for me would be that, that we have to see a little bit more from Jordan Cairo to be officially, you know, graduating to that veteran group of being considered one of the best in the league at his position. Uh, but I'm, I'm super encouraged. I think the potential for him was always there. He's a dynamic player. He's a fast player. If you look up coming uh, coming up in Canada as a junior player and, you know, playing with the, the national team at the World Juniors, he showed a lot of potential. And it was, you know, you see players like this. It kind of reminds me of Jack, Jack Rosselvick after being traded to Columbus, where you see a young player with a lot of potential and you think, okay, has he just not earned the opportunity or has he just not received the opportunity? And I was kind of putting Cairo in that category, just, you know, wondering, does he need just to be given the chance to break through or does he have to earn it? What we've seen this year is kind of a bit of both. He's played really well. And I don't think anything he's doing is a fluke. He's a, he's a kid who has been a scorer at every level. Even at the AHL, I think he made it look relatively easy in terms of how quickly he was productive there. So I'm a believer in what he's doing. Okay, so I shouldn't have grouped you into that uh, group with your teammate there. That was my apology, Matt, because I, I know you're smart. I know you're smart. <laughs> well, hey, I'm just saying, you know, we all we all get to spread our wings and then do our own thing. So I, I believe it was my buddy Sammy who made the rankings. That's and I, right. He's a smart guy. But, you know, I'm, I'm a big rankings guy, too, so I'm, I'm finicky. I'm anal like that, and I like to stick to my own rankings as well. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, we appreciate the time, man. All the best to you. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. Hey, it's my pleasure. With Black Friday savings at The Home Depot, you'll find top brand kitchen appliances with innovative features that can do more so your holidays can be more. Ovens with built-in air fryers for baking the perfect cookies. Dishwashers with smart tech to clean everything from bakeware to festive mugs. And high-capacity refrigerators to keep leftovers fresh. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select GE kitchen packages at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through November 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.